That piece of demented goodness was Inner Conflicts by Billy Cobham from 2005. That was I seeping over into fusion, but I couldn't resist. I love a good 7-8 descent into madness. That's what really turns me on. We're going to move along now with um, an American prog band that put out two albums in the 70s. The name of the band is Yezda Urfa. first one we're going to hear is Flow Guides Aren't My Bag. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. <laughs> Thank you. 
Those were two from Yezda Urfa, 70s American prog rock band. We just heard Tota in the Moya. Before that was Flow Guides Aren't My Bag. My name is Julian Radcliffe, and I am sitting in for Ebenezer Pittman, who is was subbing for his brother Tyrone. And we want to give you an update on the progress of Perkins Warbeck, who, with his army, has landed in Southampton and has been advancing on London for the last month and a half. He aims to reclaim the throne. That was rightfully his. And uh, claiming to be one of the boys in the tower, executed by Richard III during the War of the Roses. A return to the Plantagenet dynasty is what England needs, is his rallying cry. We wish him well. I think Britain certainly needs a shot in the arm these days. All hail Perkins Warbeck. We are moving on to two from Gentle Giant. And we're going to start off with Experience. You are listening to The Gates of Delirium. Dead time, dead time. Let's start now. Once I was a boy, an innocent to life and my role in it. This will play my game, and anyone will clown or foil for myself.
That was Gentle Giant with Experience from the album In a Glass House from 1974. We're going to continue with another track from that same album, the title track, In a Glass House. And you are listening to The Gates of Delirium here at the spacious state-of-the-art studios of Mutiny Radio. FM, coming to you from the heart of the Mission District here in San Francisco. It's Wednesday night. It's hump day. I hope you're having a great week. I hope you're having a great life. It all begins with the moment here and now. Embrace this moment. This is a In a Glass House from Gentle Giant.
was Gentle Giant playing In a Glass House, or that was Experience by Gentle Giant. My name is Julian Radcliffe. I have the pleasure of bringing you the Gates of Delirium this evening in a rotating cast of hosts that began with our illustrious Perkins Warbeck way back, way back at the beginning of the show, some 13 episodes ago. Perkins Warbeck has since left to um, reclaim the English throne. So he has embarked on an escapade that, uh, well, will have ramifications for himself and for all those beyond. Should the English throne fall to the last Plantagenet king? Or should we say the first of the next Plantagenets? We're going to move on with Jethro Tull right now from the album uh, 1971 Aqualung. This is My God.
don't call on him to save Confessing to the endless sin The 
This song is by Wobbler, a Norwegian prog rock band formed in 1999. The song is Foxlight.
That was Foxlight by the Norwegian band Wobbler. You're listening to The Gates of Delirium. My name is Julian Radcliffe. I'm sitting in for Ebenezer Pittman, who has taken a leap of his senses this week. And um, prognosis is not good. He is a fragmented man in a fragmented society. The road back is taken by many and accomplished by few. Few live to tell about it. All remain hopelessly warped and fragmented after the experience. I'm talking about the great existential dislocation of 2020. That's where the sanity of Gates of Delirium oxymoronically is here to solve the wounded conscience of a troubled people. We're going to move on right now with Hydria Space Folk. The title is Pahas, I believe. P-A-J-A-S. My name is Julian Radcliffe. Enjoy. I'm 
That was Hydria Space Folk with Pahas. Gonna move into a little uh, space prog now. An all-star band including Nick Turner and Rick Wakeman. This is Random Axe.
This is Melting Euphoria with Flying Eyes Like Saucers. My name is Julian Montague. And you are listening to The Gates of Delirium. We would like to thank our sponsors this evening, Alfred's World of Trousers. Alfred wants nothing more than to match you and the right trouser in this life and the next. And it's the meaning that Alfred gives to the trouser, central to identity, meaning, and hope. There's nothing more important in Alfred's eyes than the right trouser for the right person. Time for uncertainty. This is Osric Tentacles, Fetch Me the Purat Pong Master.
We're going to go out to the sound of Cosmic Warrior, a tale of broken dreams. My name is Julian Radcliffe. I've been sitting in for the beleaguered Perkins Warbeck, who is waging his crusade against the English throne on behalf of all Plantagenets everywhere. You know who you are. on a Saturday, showing no symptoms, no symptoms, uh, shades of deep purple playing, this is a cover of a Beatles song, Think of what you're saying You can get it wrong and still you think 
Deep Purple playing We Can Work It Out by the Beatles. Got some Beatles covers coming in to you from mutinyradio.fm. You can give me a call, 415-550-0511. It's sure like that. And uh, we can talk about something or nothing or whatever you want here at Mutiny Radio. 415-550-0511. More songs that I just like. This is Eggman from Paul's Boutique. Oh, yeah. 
song. <laughs> uh, that was Glee covering Paradise by the Dashboard Light. You might know that from Meatloaf. Ridiculous, ridiculous things happening on Mutiny Radio. FM, hanging out down here. 415-550-0511. Relieve my boredom. Uh, this is one of my favorite songs of all time. Hey. Hey, I think it'll work. You know, it may be crazy, but we're going to do it. The Dooming Cavalier is now a musical. What? Hallelujah! Fellas, I feel this is my lucky day. March 23rd. Oh, no, your lucky day is the 24th. What do you mean the 24th? It's 1.30 already. It's morning. Yes. And what a lovely morning. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning, good morning to you. When the band began to play, the stars were shining bright. Now the milkman's on his way. It's too late to say good night. So good morning, good morning. Could be grander than to be in Louisiana in, in the, the morning. morning. In the morning, it's great to stay up late. Good morning, good morning. Might be just as zippy if we was in Mississippi. When we left the movie show, the future wasn't bright. But came the dawn, the show goes on, and I don't wanna say good night. Don't say good morning. Good morning.
We have Caller, live on air. Hi, Caller. Hey, it's Shane Kenny. Hey, Shane. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty okay. We're just listening to some music here. Some cool old tunes. Uh, chilling at Mutiny Radio. And uh, how, how's life in the bunker? It's good. I've been going outside to play guitar on the roof. Spend my little... Your mouth is nowhere near enough to your thing. We can't hear you at all. You got to have your mouth right in okay. that speaker. Is this better? Yeah, that's better. There you go. So uh, I've been going on the roof with my acoustic guitar and trying to bring art and music to the people, whether they like it or not. <laughs> There's a Woody Guthrie quote that said, the job of a folk singer is to comfort disturbed people and to disturb comfortable people. And I'm pretty sure I'm accomplishing at least one of those things when I go up there. Sure. Um, yeah, so what, what day are we on here? Um, let me check my quarantine day journal. Oh, you have a quarantine day journal. That's good. Oh, no, this is, it, it was a book opportunity I could not pass up on. You know, I was, so I think we're on like 14 or 15, or for me at least, I considered my campus closing down that was the start of my life starting to change so um right you're uh oh i just had a question in my head and it flew out um never mind sorry uh stone remove i just looked in the corner of the studio here and there's two cans of ready whip and i'm like who was taking nitrous without me i want to take some <laughs> nitrous fuck man i'm gonna Go reach over for one of those things. Doing any yeah, fun no, drugs? You hear them completely full of cream, but no pressure. Well, and that's that's fine because I have coffee in the studio too. I'll use that cream. It can't be too old because I was here last night, so nobody was after me. I don't know unless there were some gremlins here this morning. I I can't imagine. I'm like I'm the one who likes to take nitrous out of the ready whip, huh? It's kind of funny to imagine two gremlins just in the corner of Mutiny Radio, passed out on nitrous. Yeah, I don't know how, I don't know how those little beings respond to uh, the joys and beauty of nitrous oxide, one of my favorite, most favorite drugs in the history of uh, like semi-legal highs. You're you're in mine both. Yeah, like. <laughs> I I um have some. The only thing that got me through my um, I had a, some teeth issues from from a skateboarding accident years ago, and the only thing that got me through some of my oral surgery was the nurse lady was like holding my hand and she's like, "Just do nitrous, like it's your job," and I just kept thinking that, and I you know put my little headphones in. I was listening to Aphex Twin, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, nitrous is my job," and um, and I wish that that could be my job right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I would like that very that- much. Every person who's ever done drugs right now is thinking, what's the worst that could happen if I only stay in my house with them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was thinking about dropping some acid today and seeing what happens, see, see if I can see what my cats have to say. Oh, uh, yeah, I was going to take mushrooms today, but it was going to rain, so in a few days I'm going to. And You know, that's, that's what I've been telling people. We're confined to our homes, but not to our minds. Yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely uh, psychonauted out there. I mean, what else, or what else are we going to do? I mean, besides writing songs and 
being creative and jokes and stuff. I did a, I did an open mic last night, one of those Zoom things, but I also did it at Mutiny Radio at the same time so that I listened to the audio of it this morning and I had a good fucking set. I did a solid 10 minutes and I'm, and it's weird to do it without like laughter and stuff, but hey, no one was really laughing at my jokes before anyway. So, but I felt like it was a solid set and, and I, and I hadn't done a set in, in weeks. So, I mean, I've. I don't feel terrible about it. I know there's a lot of people. Ooh, it's 420. 420, shout out. Everybody smoke it if you got it. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to, too. I have a, the bong got fixed. Thank you, Scotto of Flat Black Plastic. But uh, there's an open mic tonight with New York and uh, San Francisco on Zoom. I should probably actually at 5 o'clock just tap into it because my pad can play some pretty good audio uh, through Mutiny Radio. So I'll probably do that if I don't get a grip of phone calls anyway. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of amazed by how the artist community responded. Like I've done a, one or two online open mics. I did joke workshop with you. And then I did another one that my friend from LA hosted. And I, I weirdly like telling jokes cause I can kind of just have my notes out there. I don't have to worry about anyone catching me, but also I can just pretend like, Oh, everyone has their mic muted. This is joke is just hilarious. Right. It's hard to do comedy in a vacuum. I mean, at least with this, like, new Zoom avenue, there's 25 people that signed up. I guess the New York side is only up to 14. New York was going to be evens and San Francisco is odds. And San Francisco's like, 1 through 25. It's all jacked up. It's all, everyone's all signed up. And then New York's, you know, at 14 or something. But that's still, it's a lot of fucking people. That's like oh, yeah. 20 people and, all watching each other. That's enough audience for me, honestly. Like, And I guess if it's on your phone or on your – you're looking at a screen or whatever, you can choose to look at it or not. But, I mean, maybe people are still listening. I, like I said, I'll, I'll probably jack into the sound and play it on mutiny. I don't think anyone would have a problem with that. I mean, I guess I should ask Oh, definitely. And it's, it'd be cool to kind of just show how it's like, hey, we're in different cities, but we're still doing the thing we like to do. Well, and for me, it's – I don't necessarily need the whole visual component. I like the audio component. I'm an audio person. I like radio. I, there's a reason I do radio. I don't really like my face all that much. So being on, having people see me do the comedy isn't necessarily my bag. That's not where I like get my, you know, feels from. I'm, I'm more like, I more get off on like the concept that people are listening to me and to what I'm saying and taking it in, hopefully with, Laughter, but also if I can change a few minds about fucking oh, yeah. breast milk, I'm in, you know? And that's always the kind of, especially when you have something to say as a comedian, you wrestle with that of, am I getting my point across or sacrificing the funny or vice versa? And because I've definitely had that with bits where I'm like, I hope people at least got the message, even if they didn't get the laughter from it. Right. Yeah. I, I'm a, I realize after I do like five minutes of feminist material people don't really want to hear about feminism <laughs> they're like oh no that's how my evolutionary like, psychology jokes go yeah. i feel you it's like yeah, they get a little bit through it's the same thing i have bible jokes which killed when i was in arkansas uh, and when i was in little rock arkansas all of my bible stuff like it was just like throwing pearls to swine it was great because they're yeah, literally they're probably so sick of it down there they're well like... no they're literally so fat they're like swine and also they would get the reference pearls to swine and you can get into a bible story and you don't have to give a lot of backstory because they all read the bible so oh yeah it's it's really quite easier here in uh you know this heathen 
uh, Sodom and Gomorrah of San Francisco. I even say Sodom and Gomorrah, and they're like, what? So, you, I mean, I have to give way too much backstory on anything to do Bible jokes out here. Oh, yeah, I, I feel you. I've definitely made a few biblical references where people are like, what? And I'm like, I'm like they won the war of religions. Can yeah. you please give them the credit? I'm a, I can read. I'm a witch. I have my <laughs> little kitty familiars. I wish I, I should bring them with me. There's uh, a great podcast called The Dollop that's an American history podcast where a comedian reads a historical transcript to his idiot comedian friend. Oh, that's good. Who does commentary and impressions and... You'd love it. It's they cover everything from like the origins of witch trials in America to how Americans used to be scared of vampires. Sure, and where that originated from. I, I had the I had the opportunity in uh, 2011 at San Francisco State to be the dramaturg for Vinegar Tom, which is a sort of muse half musical half play about witch trials in uh like 1642 or whatever in england and the whatnot and uh i got to do all this crazy fucking research about the hammer of witches and that book where it's like this is how you diagnose a witch and it was it was cool and all these torture devices it was a weird six months for me and people were like what are you doing and oh i'm i'm the dramaturg for this play and they're like why it's just like you've done so much deep research on the torture of witches i'm like well yeah that's know what dramaturgs do but i i really i really got into all that stuff uh, carol churchill wrote the play by the way but um it was like a modern take on feminism through the eyes of 1642 witch trials anyways it's a great Whoa. play. but anyway i did a bunch of research on like yeah just you know how to torture how we used to torture people you know you know how we used to hate women but there were there were other parts of the play that i thought were interesting because and i never realized this women were accused of witchcraft when, say, their husband died or their father died and they weren't married. And suddenly they were a woman with land. And no one could let that happen in the 1600s. Do you know what I mean? So it was easier to claim she was a witch killer and then just take her land. And I think a lot of the, like, oh, there's an old lady in the woods. She must be a, a witch because how could she, how dare she live without a man telling her what to do? Anyway. Yay, witchcraft. Oh, yeah, no, and that's funny when you look at how much historically influensive literature was just about keeping women in their place. Sure. Um, like the Bible. that famous movie, Rebel Without a Cause, it was just about a dude who wanted to escape his strong-willed mother and girlfriend. Huh. But I have a whole bit on the Salem Witch Trials. I don't know if you remember it, but I go into a little bit about what caused it, not as in-depth as you, of course, but I talk a little bit about how women were accused of stuff for just, like, food poisoning if they had, like, because there's this mold in the Northeast that can have psychoactive effects, and women were always the ones cooking, so they were exposed to it the most. And So ladies were doing mushrooms... And, Pretty much. Uh, they were tripping hard. They were so dancing sweet. around bonfires at night. And in the bit, I'm like, that's not... You all saw a bunch of women dancing naked around a bonfire, and you're like, we have to bring a stop to this. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Like, well, that's like the call... cru- That's the crucible right there, the beginning of the crucible. Like, all the ladies, all the girls are out in the forest with Tichuba, dancing around with, without bras on. Blah, ladies! 
Yeah, what they call satanic behavior, I call a wet dream. So. <laughs> right on. Uh, hey, other uh, other gems to drop or uh, oh. like uh, in the next three minutes, I'm going to play some more songs and I'm going to figure out this whole uh, how to I'll tap into leave, this I'll... open mic and ask them if it's okay if I um, put it over okay, the so over. I'm sure if they're well, already having it as as air it over the zooming, they won't mind having it also. All right, I'll end on this. Uh, I wrote this the other night, and I wasn't sure if it was a poem or a joke, but every time I go down memory lane, I get beat up. All right. Well, there you yeah, go. I, 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 was under the, I was under the influence, and I just paused right there, and I'm like, all right, some things speak too loudly. All right. Well, Shane, Kenny, thanks for calling in to Mutiny thanks, Radio. Be safe in your bunker. And uh, will do. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Pam, for doing this, for risking your health. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's good. No symptoms. No symptoms. All right. Bye, Shane Kenny. Yay. Bye. Yay. We're going to play some more music here at Mutiny Radio. And I'm going to figure out this whole thing and see if we want to get that Zoom going. Uh, This is Amy Winehouse with a cover of The Beatles. All my loving. Close your eyes and get out kissing. Yo, I... 